Talk nerdy to me, baby. Talk nerdy to me, baby. We're sorry. The Casey cannot come to the podcast right now. He is busy playing Kingdom Hearts 3. Please leave a message. Goodbye. I guess I'm alone today. No Casey. No nothing. So what are we going to talk about? Kingdom Hearts 3! Oh, so you are here. Yes, I just got back from... Beyond. The Beyond? (laughs) The Beyond. Infinity and Beyond? Yes. Because Toy Story is in Kingdom Hearts 3. It is. It was not in any of the other ones, right? No. No, it was not. But it's in this one. And I think there's certain stuff you can do with, like, Buzz Lightyear's stuff. I don't know. I've actually kept myself away from all the stuff. Uh, yeah, we're gonna, we gotta talk about some Kingdom Hearts 3 today. We are. Uh, as a disclaimer, I don't know that much about Kingdom Hearts. I played some of the first game, and I've seen a decent amount of other stuff about it, but it is one of Casey's favorite games of all time. Yeah, and it's okay, because even if you've played every game that there is, like I have, there's still a lot you don't understand. <laughs> Because I feel like it's impossible, but that's okay. It, it, it's a very, very complicated, dare I say, slightly convoluted timeline. Absolutely convoluted. Absolute voluted. Absolutely, uh, positively convoluted. Yes. And it's not the word... Trademark. Not the thing you would expect to say about a mashup of Final Fantasy and Disney. But No, if you involve anything with Final Fantasy, I think you could say it's a little... Yeah, but you would think that the Disney might cancel it out, but... Mm. No, if you examine any of the Pixar theory, which is part of the a good chunk of the stuff in Kingdom Hearts, well, it's not hard to say convoluted. Then that means that it's this might be the most convoluted one yet, because they are leaning heavily into the Pixar for this one. Oh yeah, they are. I know I've seen some things. I don't know what spoilers you've looked at now. I've looked at nothing... I've kept away from almost everything, so... Also, disclaimer, this is technically happening before Kingdom Hearts 3 comes out, so Casey actually just lied to you again. Hey, it's... Time is a construct. It is. Time is is relative. But if you're wondering... Just play Dream Drop Distance, another game in the Kingdom Hearts series. But if you're wondering why we're still, like, hedging around spoilers, it's because as of right now, I don't want to ruin anything for Casey for the stuff that I saw at, like, E3 and all of that. And also... Uh, as you are listening to this, if you listen to the day of, it is the official release date of Kingdom Hearts 3. Wow! Look at that! We're timely about something! Yes! (laughs) (laughs) Unlike Tetsuya Nomura, who has taken 14 years for this. The shade and the tea. The coffee. But I do know that the game is real. I have seen it with my eyes. It is real. It It exists. I want to know. When it came in, is it in a box you're not allowed to open or, like, whatever until day of? Uh, well, I mean, we have to, like, file them away and, you know, inventory and all that stuff. So, I have seen it. I'm just curious because... And my eyes did not melt. (laughs) Well, it was more like, I remember the extent in which, um, the publishers were with Cursed Child. And the whole thing with that, when that book came out, was it came on pallets of, like, thousands of copies, but the pallets were all wrapped in, like, what was more or less, like, trash bag material, and then paper, 
and then in boxes and we were not allowed to open them on penalty of being fired and like sued for releasing sensitive information until the night of when we had our like midnight release i mean i think it's a little different with with games and stuff like that it just says uh do not sell by this date well we had those two i was just wondering if like disney did the same like really crazy thing i mean since people are already playing it and they've had demos and stuff uh the the play was already out i keep the secrets is there hashtag i mean i'm just i'm glad i'm glad that i was able to see it with my own eyes and know that it's real and it's here and so there's not gonna be any more pushbacks so Speaking of just, like, excitement over sequels, today we're going to talk a little bit about Casey's excitement over Kingdom Hearts and the stuff that I'm very curious about because I I love it as a concept and an idea. I just never had the systems to play it until recently. Yes. And I You're don't, welcome. <laughs> yes. <sighs> this one is the reason I have these game systems now. Um, I know I still need to buy the stuff, but we are also going to talk about some of the sequels that we wish would happening or we wish we had just right now yes uh but let's let's keep let's on have track. a history lesson first shall yes. we i take Teach you back us, to Casey. a day sometime i would say roughly september or october maybe even november of 2002 casey is a young boy how old is casey uh casey would be nine at this point okay uh, and he's watching his TV, living his best little nine-year-old life, when all of a sudden, a commercial comes on TV. There's a song playing, Simple and Clean, and he sees a little boy with a key in his hand, fighting monsters from all sorts of Disneylands. He's fighting Cerberus. He's swimming with Ariel and Sebastian and Flounder. And doing all sorts of things. And Casey says to himself, What is this? I must have this. Give me this. And so, cut to Christmas that same year, Casey gets a PlayStation and Kingdom Hearts. That was a good story. Yeah. Casey played Kingdom Hearts a lot, but... Casey did not have a memory card, so Casey had to keep playing the beginning <laughs> over and over until he got the memory card the next day. But he was happy nonetheless. And it enthralled him, and he has been a fan ever since. So the power of advertising does sometimes work. Yeah. Now that's two things I've gotten you with advertising. That and Pokemon. What? Things that drove you in by advertising stuff? Oh, yes. Yes, my uh, I, my love for Pokemon started with a cereal box. Yeah. <laughs> Which I think we've talked about in at least one of our Pokemon episodes. Yeah. So if you go listen to that, you'll get that story. This yeah. is not about Pokemon. This is about Kingdom Hearts 3. I mean, and other stuff too, but Kingdom Hearts 3. Uh, so I pre-ordered and got uh, Kingdom Hearts 2 the day it came out. And I remember my mom. So took you were me. a pre-orderer from a young age. Oh yes, uh, that one I was not missing out on, and uh, so I got Kingdom Hearts two the day it came out. My mom uh, dropped me off, and I ran inside. I think she followed suit. I think she just. I think I was so excited that I was like, "Let me out!" And then she <laughs> barked 
while she parked the car, I was getting the game. Um, but they were like, the strategy guide is a special price if you get it today. And I'm like, yes. And so they had this super cool, mega awesome strategy guide, which I hear uh, are almost no longer in existence anymore. Because uh, Prima or Prima Games, uh, the grandfather company of strategy games shut down recently. But this, they were in their, dare I say, Prima or Prima. Uh, uh, so. Do you still have it? Yes. Oh, pardon that motorcycle. Uh, so there was a special one, and it came with the strategy guide that had, uh, it was different covers. And they were all, the covers could be any of his forms that he turns into, mm-hmm. which was first introduced in Kingdom Hearts 2. Speaking of which, the way I found out about Kingdom Hearts was because of the Halloween skin that Sora has. Ah, yes. One that Hot Topic codes very closely to its chest. I can't help it. I was raised wanting to be the epitome of the Hot Topic child. And I've succeeded later in life. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, (laughs) one of the covers would be any of the drive forms, is what they're called. And the other thing was Jiminy's journal. So it was like, you got two for one, basically. And it came this big package, and it's awesome, and I love it. Uh, I, my cover, the cover that I got was Final Form. Ooh, Ooh. for people that know what I'm talking about, yeah, it's cool. Uh, all of the forms are really cool. I remember um, my neighbor, who was just as big of a fan as I was, uh, he got the blue one, uh, which he, like, you basically skate around and shoot little 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 balls of magic at people and it's just like wee I'm skating around but this one you kind of float and then the 2k keyblade just sort of float around you and circle around you Ooh, very uh, and then you just fly all over the place it's insane uh, I would enjoy this final form is favorite form but yeah that of was Casey? the strategy guide yes uh, that's of the... all of the games well I mean that's the only one that's really had it I don't well I meant like is that your favorite form of all of the games I mean, it was just in that one, so... That's not what I'm asking. I don't know what you're asking. I'm saying, of all the forms that Sora can take, is that your favorite? Yes. Okay. In any game. I mean, the only one where he has it is that... Except for the first one where there's anti-Sora, but there is anti-form as a possibility. That one's also very cool. But yes, if I have to choose one, I would say Final Form. Okay. I just meant out of like all the skins he gets, all the different shapes that he takes. Oh, that's no, that's different. That's not. Oh, I. Those hello, are not related. I have not played everything. Yeah. No, that's no, no. That's, dif- that's a different category. Okay. You're mishmashing categories. That's like trying to combine Disney and Final Fantasy. What? what? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes. Yeah, so I have been waiting since that day in 2005 for this game to come out. So it has been nearly 14 years. That I have waited for this game. Wow. Though, in between, they did have a little game, right? They they've had, had the a few handheld- little games. Yeah, they've had, like, the handhelds. Oh, and- yes. Tetsuya Nomura got very sidetracked and made a lot of spinoff games and made Casey buy multiple handheld consoles just to play these games. And, and so he also did. added, like, so much random stuff to this timeline of game. Yeah. That makes no sense. Yeah. I own... The- so, I know some about Kingdom Hearts. The majority I know about, like, the craziness of Kingdom Hearts lore is because of work and just all of that, and I'm just like, oh my god. Yeah. Uh, a big 
thing that split the lore wide open was Birth by Sleep, which uh, I I thought I was super clever uh, by mixing my two favorite series, which is Metal Gear Solid and Kingdom Hearts. And so my PlayStation name that I made way back when I was a wee lad was Birth by Snake. And some people were like, what does that mean? And I'm like, I thought it was cool. Uh, and now it's the one thing that's not Case Crusader. <laughs> right. I like. Yet I am consistent. <laughs> well... If only I could change it. Anyway. Can you not? No. And apparently like, there's a way that they wanted to, but it was like, you would lose all your save data. And I'm like, I don't... What? No. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, that one, when it came out on PSP, I took it everywhere because it was handheld. And that was like the first into the handheld fray. And I, pl- I think into I beat it. Into the handheld verse? Yes. And I beat it in maybe like three days. And there's three different characters to play. That's how much I was playing that game. I'm not surprised. I played it uh, when I woke up. Uh, I played it when I went to school. I played it when I got home from school. I just I was going to say, any... like, were you I played doing it in the your car. schoolwork? Yeah. <laughs> Given the nature of which I don't hear from Casey once he gets a brand new game that he's very excited for, I expect that as of this episode going live, I won't hear from him until mm, the next week, Tuesday? Probably. Yeah. Uh, so, next episode. Well, I, I, I felt really good. I mean, I was expecting to go underground for Red Dead, and I didn't, because it's kind of a go-at-your-own-pace kind of game. Yeah. Uh, I thought the same was going to happen with Assassin's Creed Odyssey. I managed to stay afloat for that. Uh, I did go pretty heavy into Spider-Man. I did play Spider-Man Though every I would just moment. get texts of screenshots of new skins and all of that, and then, like little snippets of things happening. So, to be fair, s- since we've known each other, you've not gone 100% dark, but I don't hold out a lot of hope. Yeah, for this one, I'm 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 probably going off the grid. <laughs> yep. Into the grid of Tron, because Tron is back in this one. So, if I get a text from the people you work with being like, have you seen Casey? Your answer is no. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Plausible deniability. I actually have to work a lot, so I won't... Any time that I have to breathe. You know, Casey's probably going to skip the gym for a week. Because <laughs> that personal health takes away from personal time in Kingdom Hearts land. So, uh, But yes, so I have been waiting for this game for a very, very, very long time. And I am excited. <laughs> I remember the fever of when I was at E3, that was the longest line there was. Oh, yeah. Was the one to get into Kingdom Hearts. And they had, like, some pretty good games there. Did they even have a a playable demo, or was it just a trailer? No, they had a playable thing. Okay. I don't know which world it was in, because I had the option of waiting in that line and not waiting in that line, and I went to play Pokemon instead. Well, I know the recent demos were uh, Olympus Coliseum, which is uh, Hercules' place, and... Get the, I, oh, Toy Story was the other one. I don't know which one it was, because it was blocked off in a way that, like, it was this, like, spirally kind of maze to get in, and then you would have the TV, so if you walked by, you could just barely see a TV, um, but, no, that line was, like, at least three hours long, and I was not having that. Yeah. I did other stuff instead, but it looked really, really awesome, and people looked like they were happy once they got out of it. Oh, Yeah. Uh, I just would 
if I if I were there, I would not have gotten in that line because I just want. I mean, I know, which the is words, why I've had so much trouble not talking to him about the couple things that I've seen and being like, bleh, 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 bleh. what? Like what? Bleh, 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 bleh. Uh, okay, yeah. I I mean, I I know they haven't revealed all of the worlds. Uh, they revealed quite a few of them, mm-hmm. uh, which I like to keep uh, fresh as much as possible because there's because that was something that happened a lot in the second one. And obviously in the first one was finding worlds. You're like, you go to a new world and you're like, oh my gosh, it's this one. That's so cool that they have this in the game. So it's- I, I miss that. And yeah. I hope that there's more than they've announced. I'm pretty sure there are. But uh, that happened a lot in Birth by Sleep uh, because there were, they didn't really announce any worlds then. They just said there were going to be a lot of old, there were a lot of older Disney Mm-hmm. properties in it because it's set 10 years before the first one. Okay, so who was in that one? Uh, it's Ventus, Aqua, and Terra, so they were new characters. But they were... Their characters are parallels to Sora, Riku, and Kairi. And... Well, I what I meant was what was some of the old Disney. Oh, so you had like Snow White and the Seven Dwarves, uh, Cinderella. So there's the whole thing with Kingdom Hearts and like the Princesses of Heart. This one, you actually got to go to some of their worlds. Ooh. Oh, cause, yeah, I remember that from the first game, where you walk in and you see all the the different yeah stained glass. Yeah, pretty so things. this was that was the time where you got to visit some of them, and so I like, uh, and that happened a couple times with Dream Drop Distance. I was like, ooh, this is in there. That's cool, and so I I like that feeling a lot, and I've experienced it, and I want to have as much of that as possible. What was your favorite world that Kingdom Hearts has included so far? Who, uh, cause some of the ones that they make are really cool, uh, especially like some of the final ones because you, you know, do different things in them. Uh, I guess probably Pirates of the Caribbean. No, I, to shock <laughs> the shock of no one. Uh, I know that. I was like, it, it makes sense that they would go back before they even announce it. I'm like, mm-hmm. they've got to go back there. And they can do, that means they'll probably do uh, Dead Man's Chest yes. and uh, At World's End uh, as the, you know, they can kind of combine them. Because the second one introduced and fixed the problem of the first one, which was being able to revisit worlds and having a purpose to revisit them instead of just, oh, I beat this world, I don't have to go back. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I feel like with Pirates of the Caribbean, they have an opportunity, because those were shot back-to-back, you have an entire story, an entire movie's worth of plot to come back and make it worth revisiting. Mm-hmm. So that's that makes me. Mo- I'm that's the one I'm most excited for, and it looks so good. Yeah. Oh, it looks so good. <laughs> the whole game looks so good, but oh, it looks so good. Oh. <laughs> Casey's just having a moment, so give him a few seconds of privacy. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so. We know that you're super excited for that one. I think it would be really good to know that feeling of anticipation comes with a lot of different things. When you finish games or what have you, you just have a want for more. Yeah. So what are other games that you've wanted more? I'll start with the one I'm most excited for. Last of Us 2. Yes. I'm so excited. uh, They have not... Everyone thinks that it's going to be this year, and a lot of people are... 
expecting them to do what they did with the first one, which is make it sort of the console finale. Yeah. Uh, and then sort of pave the way to PS5 with that. <sighs> I th- This is one of the bigger reasons why I found it hard to get into a lot of gaming is all the consoles and the switchings of consoles and all of that. <laughs> Switch. Me, 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 me. Well, they said the Switch is going to last a long time. But yeah, so hopefully they have their act together and can get it by end of this year. Yep. But I am very excited because I loved the first game and I loved the characters and I'm really excited to see like where they end up and all of that because the end of the first game is just like whoa. Yeah. He's like screw the world. I'm going to save the one girl and that's awesome because the whole thing was just building up that relationship and I'm really excited to see Ellie get to like come into her own more now that she knows all the stuff about herself. Yeah, it was really cool with the the little chapter, per se, of playing as her in the first game. Yeah. But now, it's a complete flip of that. Yep. Because I'm hoping there'll get there'll be like a chapter or two where you get to play as Joel. I'm gonna bet there is. It like, just depends on what Joel is doing. Yeah. Because we don't really, like, from all the stuff that's come out about it, we don't really know. Yeah, everyone thinks that he's uh, dead, even though he was, like, in the trailer and stuff, and they're thinking, like, maybe that's a flashback or something. I don't know. I hope Joel is alive. I feel like it, it's, it's, it would not, it would be cheap to have his death be off screen. Yeah, but I, they're saying if he's alive, like, he'll die early on or something, but, I don't know. I, I like the two of them, and that dynamic is what makes that game work, and so, um, I, I would appreciate there being sort of that another flip of that yeah. being like now she's the one that has to look after him because mm-hmm. he's getting old. I mean, he was old in the first was, one. Yeah, he was not quite old man Logan in the first one, but he was getting close. I mean, he it was like twenty years after the prologue, so yeah, but he, he you do he the went, math. He's probably fifty. I mean, he mm, he was probably fifty-ish in the first game. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And so depending on how long after this is, he's approaching 60. It's close to like 10 years. Yeah, so he's like 60-something probably. Yeah. Give or take some years, but... Well, maybe not. I think it was maybe like 6 or 7. I forget what the actual number is between He's pushing really... He's pushing old man for the kind of hard life that you have to live in a zombie apocalypse. Yeah. And we also don't know the state of the world. We don't know the state of like the fireflies. We don't know... We like, just know it's not good. <laughs> we just know the world not is burning <laughs> and coming back to life looking for spores. But, I mean, if there's one thing that Naughty Dog is incapable of, it's making a bad game. At least for me. Every Naughty game, Naughty Dog game I've played... Every, every Naughty, Naughty game? <laughs> has been so, so good. good. <laughs> uh, Naughty Dog has never disappointed me. Good to know. Period. Good to know. Yeah. Uh, so that's probably my most anticipated announced sequel. So uh, to kind of go along with that, uh, remember when I told you the memory card times when I had to go get a memory card? Yes. Uh, that was when I discovered the world of Jack and Daxter. Oh, yes, Which I've is heard. a huge one for me. Uh, I don't think they'd ever do another game, but 
doesn't mean I'll never stop wanting it. Because I love that world so much, and I love the characters so much. Um, they did do Jack X, which was the racing game, which was super fun. Uh, super underrated. And then they released one for PSP and PS2 that was a sequel. Uh, Naughty Dog wasn't really involved with that one. It was good. Like, I, I really enjoyed it. It wasn't as good as the other ones, but I'm glad it, I'm glad I had it, and I enjoyed it. It was more like a space pirate kind of thing, which was fun. Space pirates. Yeah. Uh, which, like, any airship thing, you know, I'm, I'm a big fan of. Um, so, I'm gonna say... Well, I mean, they just came out in 2018, but I'm already looking forward to the sequels to Spider-Man mm-hmm. for PS4. Which, which so had sp- nothing but great reviews the entire yeah. time. Uh, Spider-Man, so Spider-Man 2. The only thing I will say about Spider-Man yeah. that I was disappointed by was that they didn't just go a different direction completely, and you had the moment, spoilers, if you haven't played Spider-Man, where, like, you get the spider on Mary Jane, but nothing happens until it gets to Miles. Yeah, that thing, that part really bugged me, because it was, like, his plot, I'm like, yeah, you know, you could, you could do, uh, yeah, I mean, You could they, do whatever you want! Since they said they were straying away, they could have strayed a bit more. Yeah, and then you could have, like, reinvented something with that, and I think that would have been a more, like, big reveal at the end than it was with what happened. Yeah. Uh, Not that I don't love Miles, because I love Miles, but it was just such a stretch to get there. Yeah, I just think if they were going to have... If they are going to use Mary Jane as literally the conduit to get to Miles mm-hmm. with the spider, I'm like, why didn't it bite her? And why didn't we get a spider Jane? or Yeah, something. Spider Ginger. I don't know. Whatever you want. <laughs> whatever. That would be super cool. Because you play you as Mary Jane. You have Spider Ginger, Spider Baby, Spider Scary, Spider Posh, and Spider Sporty. Great. <laughs> uh, the Spider Girls. <laughs> I'm happy with myself. <laughs> <laughs> I know you are. But yes, I mean, I'm already looking forward to to that world yeah. and keeping going with that. Also, they had the punk skin, which I love. Yeah. Because you have Mohawk. Yeah. I wore it to the party part of the game. <laughs> Uh, the other one I'm looking forward to from 2018, I'm already looking forward to, is God of War 2, 5, 6, God of War... God of War... More? The the more war. God of of War... Norse 2... The Two Norse... The Norse-ning... The... Two Norse, Two Furious? Uh... The low-key sequel. <laughs> God of War. Yeah, you were all right. It was low-key. <laughs> that was a good game. I wish they had more Snake. Oh, I was like, you. that's a different franchise. No. There was a decent amount of Snake. There could always be more Snake. Yes. Says the Slytherin. Alright, uh, yeah, I mean, I don't think I need to go too much into that, except it was a really good game, uh, it just blew the, the... The franchise? Yeah, the... The game's world, the lore, wide open, because they're like, oh yeah, there's not only the Greek stuff, there's everything else, and there's a point in the game where they're like, where they show you, 
literally there is everything else so it's like god of war you can do god of war in space god of war in on a train god of war with the fox god of war in a box like you can do anything god of war now um but yeah i am very much looking forward to more in god. that world now i'm just picturing god of war dr seuss edition <laughs> <laughs> you just have kratos with a cat in a hat hat <gasps> Boy, you will do this on a horse. Boy, you will do this with the Norse. Boy, you will do this with a fox. Boy, you will do this in a box. And then he involves in, into snake. <laughs> Just boxing its way through. <laughs> uh, yeah. So what's 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 another one? What's another? Um, one of the ones where I understand that like they wrapped it up pretty tightly as a series that I would still love to see more exploration of is Bioshock. Yeah, I mean... So we went from the deep sea to the sky. What if you had the Bioshock in space? Space. Yes. Space. 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 I want to go to space. Space. I want to get... I And it's one of those things where I know I won't get the... Because I loved, like, Booker, and I loved Elizabeth, and I wanted more of them, and I understand that I won't get that, but... They have so much options, and I would also like to see, because they added such a great female character, if they would do a Bioshock with a female lead. Yeah, that's, I'm good with that. I'm and do it in space. That. So, ooh, that reminded me of a different thing that I'll talk about after. Cool. Um, but I would love to see that franchise expand into another story, because just the way that they set up their worlds are so dark and twisted, but so freaking cool to explore. Yeah, I mean... The first one blew my mind uh, with the last, Rapture and everything. Yeah, and Bioshock Infinite is one of my favorite games of all time. It has issues. Like, I, I always want to preface it with, like, I understand that the game has, like, some, like, storytelling issues that they could have done a little better. But the ending and, like, so, the reveals as you go through, the DLC, all of that was so cool. Yeah. Uh, that was the one where they focused on... You're, the character you're playing yep. and the character with you, whereas the other ones were right. about the characters around you. Yep. Uh, so, yeah. I, I, oh, yeah. I Would like you choice. kindly? Spoilers. Spoil uh, that game is... Okay. I will say spoilers if the game is new, like Spider-Man. I'm not saying spoilers saying, if the game came out so long ago. I'm just saying... And there's I didn't stuff, say what the spoiler is. I'm just saying that there are things that... I am super behind on, and so I get it if something has... I, I like experience people to experience things for themselves. I know. That's why I didn't say what the spoiler was. Yes. I just said... Well, I just play Bioshock, all of them, if you haven't. Yes. And people, like, forget about the second one, but the second one was also really good. It is good. Yeah. It's just that the first... The, the first, ones... The, fir the ones bracketing it, like, the bookends are the stronger games, and they have, like, the bigger story arcs and the bigger twists and turns, but the middle one gives you such a cool look into, like, the the little sisters and the big daddies and yeah. all that. And I love them. Okay. I love the design of like the big daddies and I love the little sisters and I think they're so cool. I have a little sister somewhere in here. I have little sister and Elizabeth as pop figures. And one day I will complete my thing with songbird and big daddy and booker. And Do they make any other ones. Mm, they have a couple different bookers. Um, I don't remember. I don't think they made a couple of the other ones. I think that was pretty much it. I basically Did they make a I big want... sister. 
No. Okay. I didn't but think... I really want... So, when we went to that uh, store in Alhambra, mm-hmm. they had the couple songbirds and that was the first time i had seen songbird anywhere and oh, i want those pop figures so badly i want that complete collection Ugh, my heart i want to do a cosplay of elizabeth are you saying you need a booker yeah okay or can i just put a thing on you and you can just be songbird <laughs> <laughs> um but no and i loved uh columbia with the sky system and the hooks and all that kind of stuff and just also, you enter and it looks so nice, and then you, the the reveal of how gory that game gets, is so sudden and surprising. Also, not if you've played the other ones. No, but like <laughs> it it comes like it's very sudden. I will also say, as someone who I I enjoy watching people play through games when I don't feel strong in my gameplay of them. Um, there's a YouTuber who did a playthrough of Bioshock. That is one of my favorite things. And I probably have watched that... That one or the first one? Uh, the Bioshock Infinite. Okay. Um, it's one of my favorite things. And you can look up, I think, funniest moments from it, but Cryotic, uh, he did a playthrough, and then there's just the one moment. And I show this to anyone who knows this game, and I just want to show them why I think they're so much funny... There's so much funny. There's this moment where these kids are watching the the these actors do things on the stage, and he goes and he like watches with them for a second. He leaves, and then he comes back, and he's still hold like you know you walk around with your gun the whole time. He's just doing that. He presses the button on accident and kills one of the performers on there, and you just see the whole like kids start freaking out, and he's like ho oh, oh, ho, and then he just starts cackling like a madman, <laughs> and it was one of my favorite things. It was fun. Anyway, yes, I really want more Bioshock. Bioshock in space. Bioshock in space. Space. Okay. Right first. Yes. Do it, please. Uh, so I have some things on here that are not just video games. Uh, I don't know if you have. I mean, I can give you some, but do you want? Do you have any more video games you want to talk before we move from video game? I thought we would just kind of mix it up, you know, keep it fresh, keep okay, it going. Okay, fine. Ooh. Uh, so. When I thought of uh, films that I'm looking forward to, that I'm like desperately awaiting a sequel, uh, I know that it's coming out. It's supposed to be like Christmas 2020 to reflect like when the first one came out. Uh, but the third Sherlock Holmes movie with Robert Downey Jr. and Jude Law. Oh yeah, I saw that on your list, and I was like, "There's a Sherlock Holmes game." Oh no, the movie. The yeah. movie. Yes, uh, I have been waiting for this for a long time. I really like the world and the aesthetic. And the Robert Downey Jr. in this movie. Junior. Jr. in this movie. Uh, he has one of my favorite Sherlock Holmes portrayals. Uh, I just feel like him and the Benedict Cumberbatch's portrayal complement each other. Mm-hmm. And they sort of make a complete package. Because they take parts of Sherlock Holmes and just take them to the extreme. And so you put them together and it's like a perfect fit. And that's... You can see that in Infinity War when Doctor Strange and Tony Stark quip have a quip battle. Oh, uh, they're beard bros, which is one of my favorite comic panels of all time, is a panel between Tony Stark and Doctor Strange where Tony's just like, beard bros? 
And Doctor Strange just looks at him like, ugh, beard bros. Speaking of which, Endgame. Yeah. I'm really excited. I mean, that goes without saying. But I wanted to say it. I mean, that is true. Because you did say it's something that we want right now. And I would rather have that movie right now than the end of April. Yes. Oh, there's so much happening in April. February and April are just going to be like, bleh. What about March? There's stuff happening in March. No, March is boring. But March is a good month. It's my birthday. I know. It's my birthday. I know. Uh, and you get to get your own health care. So, one that just got another movie that I'm looking forward to that has been kind of in the works for a while, but just I saw a tweet last night uh, officially confirming it. Jay and Silent Bob reboot. Who's going to play Jay and Silent Bob, or are they still going to be the same? Yeah, they're still going to be the same. Well, you say reboot. No, And no. reboot makes me worry that they're going to recast it. No, no, no. You have to understand that... No, I do. Under- def- yes. Uh, I do. That's why I was like, the word reboot made me go like, what? Uh, but he announced this a, a long time ago, several years ago, uh, as a project he wanted to do. And it's just... He said he had, like, the... Kevin Smith said he had the most fun time writing it. And, and it's just... It's reveling in and poking fun at reboots and how everything gets a reboot now and so oh yeah and it's just gonna be super fun and super funny and super meta and just the best time and it got picked up by uh i think it was universal or one of those and saban so everyone's just like does this mean we're getting power rangers mixed in there (laughs) Because I would love that. that Jay and Silent really Bob fun. with the Power Rangers. Ooh, that'd be nice. I've already seen a lot of uh, gifts of Bulk and Skull <laughs> to kind of compare the I mean, two. Yeah. The two pairs. But yes, I'm, I've am i been looking forward to this for a while and I'm very happy that it's officially happening. Also, p- potentially officially happening, Princess Diaries 3. Yeah, that's right? on the docket. Everyone's just like... Get what? Chris Pine. I know. Because if you don't have Chris Pine, then you're doing the thing. Well, I mean, here's the thing. I, w- I want Chris Pine because I think that that was fun. But I also am perfectly fine with them doing a James Bond thing where they just keep adding a different love interest every movie. <laughs> and then she suddenly becomes not just a princess and a queen, but, but a an spy international queen. spy. <laughs> I could I could go I could go with that. So could I. And then you just have, isn't it, isn't it Meg Cabot who wrote the books? And she's just like, yeah, they took the, it in a different direction than I was expecting <laughs> with the adaptation. Um, to go back to video games, though. Yeah. Alien Isolation. I loved that game. And I loved Amanda. And I want to see her do other stuff. Maybe they'll run, she'll run into Bioshock in space. <laughs> yes. I mean, that's what made me remember that I should have said that. But if they did a sequel to Alien Isolation. Or I will also take... If they do a Alien Isolation series of movies and let me star in it. Yeah. I will also take that. Yeah. Because I liked her a lot. She was really cool. And she's a badass. And she also looks like me. <laughs> Sold. You're hired. Yay. Uh, so one thing I sort of brought up a second ago was Power Rangers. 
that's officially getting a sequel. I hope they continue with the cast that they had in the Ooh. most recent movie. And then add Tommy. Yeah. So the plan is to add Tommy. Uh, so, uh, yeah, I hope they just keep with the the cast and the, the world that they set up in the last one. Because I actually really like that movie. Um, that was cool. Other than the fact that, like, I saw it after I saw the second season of Stranger Things and can't look at the Red Ranger without just being like, you're so gross. Yeah, I had the fortune of seeing it before that. So, uh, I was fine. But yes, I am very much looking forward to that. And we'll see if there's any sort of Jay and Silent Bob... Cameo. <laughs> crossover or cameo. Uh, but yes. Uh, so, another one. Well, I'll say a, a quick one is Bloodborne 2. Mm. I do want to actually play Bloodborne. I think I... Because I, the world that you've told me about, because I've not played it, it's one of Casey's favorite games ever, is really cool, and I really liked the game, the card game. Yeah. It's a very fun game. I actually like it more than the Dark Souls series, I, because I think that it had the fortune of being made after the Dark Souls games, with the exception of 3, which... But that's why it made 3 my favorite. Because the point is, uh, as you go along and make games, you learn things and find out what works and what doesn't and mm -hmm. improve upon them and, you know, how things are supposed to do. How sequels or just... Follow-ups? Follow-ups are supposed to be. And so uh, Bloodborne is my favorite of that, of that series. And uh, they took a lot of stuff that they had learned from Bloodborne that worked and used that in Dark Souls 3 which made that one my favorite of the souls, of the actual souls. Of the souls. <laughs> of the souls. Uh, so Sekiro Shadows Die Twice is coming out in March, uh, and I'm really excited about that. But I'm hoping that the game that they do after that is a Bloodborne 2. A couple, like, many people, myself included, when they released a teaser, they didn't say what it was, they just said From Software and had, like, a blade mm -hmm. and some stuff. We thought it was for that, but it was for Sekiro. Sekiro looks great, and I've been reading up on it, and I know it's going to be great, but I'm hoping that the one they do after that is a Bloodborne 2, because that world is... there's, there's, It's too rich to not revisit it or yeah. do more with it. So, Bloodborne 2. Bloodborne 2. Yeah. Uh, another one. This is... Now, to go back to kind of the theme from Kingdom Hearts 3, Kingdom Hearts 3, Kingdom Hearts 3, Kingdom Hearts 3, Kingdom Hearts okay. 3. I got, sorry, I glitched. Uh, I don't know if they'll ever do a sequel, so for this one, I would accept a sequel or a remake, a la Resident Evil 2, which just came out. Yes, it recently. did. Um, Legend of Dragoon. Yeah. I I have never played Legend of Dragoon, Dragoon um, but I've seen people play it at your house. <laughs> For so long, and that's the song that just keeps playing. Event sometimes just appears in my brain as I try to fall asleep. Yep, it's it's an amazing game. Uh, it's I think I may have mentioned on one of the other episodes that it was part of my most favorite purchases of all time. Yes, because for twenty dollars I got a PS One memory card, that game, and an orphan game. Uh, yes, and I have cherished my purchase ever since uh so this one was like right at the end of the ps1 era it's one of my favorite rpg games uh one of my favorite games of all time obviously uh but that one i would take a remake from the ground up like they've done with other games or a sequel either one just give me something give me more of it give me all of it i want it 
please do it now. Please end. Thank now you. Now I'm just picturing like your head on Britney Spears's body with like video games and stuff floating around you, going, "Give me, give me more, give me more, give me, give me more." Yep. It would be for Kingdom Hearts 3, but that's coming up. So now it's give me all the Legend of Dragoon. <laughs> give me all of it. All of it. All of it. All of it. Uh, Anything I, else for you? Yeah. Uh, the other thing I was thinking about is I really enjoyed... So I was thinking mostly video games because that's what we were talking about when we were planning out this episode. Um, A Night in the Woods, I really liked it. I just... I feel like there were still so many questions that I would love... It, not necessarily a sequel, but like a DLC. Of, like, something else. And not the one that already came out. That's not the one I mean. So just, like, a, a supplement of some sort. Yeah, to get, like, some more information on that world. Because they build up such a cool thing that I really just wanted more answers. And I just love the characters. And it's just such a such a cute, fun game. And there's so much going on. And it just gets so much more. Yay. Yeah. I'm trying to think of other things that I want a sequel to. But I... I... I'm not a big fan of forcing sequels. So, like, yeah, there's I a mean, lot of things I love that I don't want to be ruined by something else. I picked... All the ones that I picked and mentioned are things that I feel warrant a sequel or would do well with a sequel. And it wouldn't be doing it just for a sequel's sake and wouldn't tarnish what came before. Yeah. Uh, but my biggest thing, the biggest thing of all the things is actually across multiple medias, and that is Game of Thrones. But we're getting a prequel. But I say this as as it has a it's a it's a twofer. Because yes, I'm very much looking forward to seeing the, the last season of the show, which is also in April. That's uh, what I meant. There's so yep. much going on in April. There's that, there's the other thing, yeah. there's There's lots of things. So many things. Uh but also more as a point of the books. I want the last two books. But that's... I am a completionist. I need those last two books. Yeah. It's, I guess the time I think... has been long enough. I need book six and seven. Yeah. That's the sequels I need the most. <laughs> now that Kingdom Hearts is here, that's the sequel I need the most. I need Game of Thrones. Yeah, well, just make sure it happens before he dies. Yeah, well, we've been saying that for years... And oh, I know. D doesn't mean time is not running out any less. So I worked in a bookstore for almost five years. And during that entire five years, no new book came out for <laughs> Game of Thrones. Yep. <laughs> Except for all of the other extraneous things that he did. Yes. Like a cookbook and a Dothraki speaking guide. And, and a... Like, well, like two months ago, there was a little... Exchange yeah, but I didn't work book. in a bookstore then. No, but I'm saying, He's since then, a, there has been yes. more the releases danger, that are the not... The Dangerous Women thing that had, like, little short stories. There's so much that has come out that are not those actual books <laughs> that I'm just like, dude... I know he doesn't have any sort of obligation, but it's like, you realize once... You, he doesn't? Well, I mean, it's like, some people are like, leave him alone, he can do what he wants. Yes, but also, I don't think he understands... Once we get those two books, once he gets those out of his system, the things that he has outlined and has had outlined for years, once he releases those two books, then he can do whatever he wants and people will support him and not try and stop him. And be excited for it. Yeah. He'll be like, ooh, what's next? Yeah. So that everything else he writes is somewhat tarnished by the fact that it's not Winds of Winter. <laughs> yep. Or a Dream of Spring. 
And this episode is once again brought to you by the scene in Logan and Lucky where <laughs> <laughs> the warden of a prison has to explain to the inmates that... that the next Game of Thrones books do not exist. Yes, and that the show has surpassed them. Which they still had... The book still had a 20-year head start and still fell behind. Yep. But anyway. that is something that we'll have to see if it changes. These are all things that we'll have to see if we were able to predict something that came, comes out or if... You know, we're just left waiting for more and more things. I mean, I think the most, the, I mean, the, the Sherlock Holmes has the release date, but I think the most uh, reliable one, or like the most concrete one besides, obviously, Endgame, is uh, Last of Us 2. That's yep. the one that's like, yep, it's definitely happening probably this year, hopefully this year. Yep. I mean, it's almost certain that Spider-Man will get another game because that game did so well. Yeah, it's just, that one's going to take a while. Same for God of War. Yep, but things like Portal. Oh yeah, that was the, Portal 3. Oh yeah, did I not say Portal 3? You did not say Portal 3. Hey, Portal 3! I've wanted it for so long. Portal is like my favorite game series ever, and they just won't make another one. Uh, I thought about adding Left 4 Dead 3 onto this list. But uh, the thing that Valve said re not too long ago, or I guess maybe like a year or two ago, was like, we are mostly a, distribu a distribution company now. We're all about distributing games and not really about making them. And there's the constant joke that Valve does not know how to count to three. Because they haven't done it for Half-Life 3, <sighs> they haven't done a Left 4 Dead 3, and they haven't done a Portal 3. If I could have any of those, I would choose Portal 3. So would I, man. I have wanted a Portal 3 since I finished the Portal games, and it it's like, it has such a fun, melancholy, <laughs> ridiculous atmosphere that's just it's so the, enjoyable. They're the funniest games I've ever played. Yeah. I've played some pretty hilarious games, but Portal is, Portal is top notch. And, and it's, it, it can't be that bad to make another puzzle game. No, it's, it really can't. And I just remember the first game that I technically bought for my 360, uh, which another hybrid name I had of things that Casey is into at the moment. I was very much into the television show Angel and Bioshock, so my name was Angel Shock, which I still think is a pretty cool name. Uh, but yeah, the first game I technically bought was the Orange Box, and I played a little bit of Half-Life 2, and I was like, I want to try out this Portal game, and that quickly became my favorite. Angel Shock just sounds like one a very obscure manga series. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? It might be. I, yeah, I would not 3. be surprised. Yeah, Portal Three, man. If I if I could get any of the sequels of any of the games, I would choose that one. It it I oh I want it so bad, and I want the songs, and I want Glados to be back, and I want to see Shell, and I just want to see what's going on with that crazy world. Like you've done it all here. The next step is giving Glados a body. That can move around. Or and then it's a buddy comedy across the desolate area of all dead people. I just imagine, like, what if GLaDOS got her hands on a portal gun? Ooh. Well, yeah. I mean, I do think there there's a portal element to Lego Dimensions or Lego Worlds or one of those. Yeah, and then they, 
I mean, I know they came out with like that bridge constructor game that was supposed to be set in like, the, the universe, but I'm like, how come you can make that, but you can't make Portal 3? Because they're afraid they won't be as funny anymore. <laughs> but You've no. had enough time to come up with some jokes. Some jokes. Uh, and some puzzles. Yeah, so, I mean, that's what I would really like. Like, oh, give us a Portal 3 that's a co-op where one person plays GLaDOS, the other person plays Shell, and they go on an adventure. I mean, the the co-op in Portal 2 was stupendous. Yeah, so I mean, take the thing that worked, give you the option to do it as a full game, and just have fun. Someone's going to have a lot of fun being the jerk that is GLaDOS. I think you would want to play GLaDOS, wouldn't you? You're not allowed to touch GLaDOS. <laughs> <laughs> but there you go. And Also... Yeah. Companion Cube. I know the Companion Cube. Ooh. Can it be... Can we get, like... There's a shell, there's a GLaDOS, and then there's, like, a Companion Cube little puppy? <laughs> Please? One happy little family. Super happy dysfunctional. Happy little... Ready-to-destroy-each-other family. I mean, I think Potato GLaDOS is best GLaDOS. Yes. <laughs> oh, how are you doing? Because I'm a potato. <laughs> I have a thing of me doing that on Instagram somewhere. Because As are most things. But yes, lots of lots of wonderful things to look forward to. And some things that I no longer have to wait for. Kingdom Hearts 3. <sighs> so we're going to let Casey go back to playing his game. And you will hear the sequel to this episode next week. Yeah. Whoa. You're, I'm honestly surprised that you are going to be able to drag me from the depths to get another podcast episode out of me. You know, we've committed to this. We just have to keep keep going. So I hope that you will join us next time for the sequel. Who knows what it will be about? The plot is a mystery. At least you won't have to wait 14 years for it. Nah, just a week. Okay. You can tell us things that you would like to hear us talk about on Twitter with hashtag TalkNerdyToMeBaby. And you can find us all across the internets as Amory by the Sea and... You can say it. And Case Crusader. Yeah. Everywhere. Not by Snake. <laughs> Not birthed by Snake, unless... Unless it's PlayStation. Unless you're playing Overwatch. Yeah. Uh, but let us know what you are looking forward to. Like, what sequels have you been waiting for? Uh, what sequel do you wish people would make? Has there, a, has there, is there a sequel that you've been waiting longer than fourteen years for? Are you waiting for the sequel to Casablanca? <laughs> Tell us. Tell we us. We want to know. We want to know your things. We want to get to know you, and we will be back next week, where you will hear us, and we will not hear you until later. So. Goodbye. Goodbye. I have to sit up and turn it off. Woo!